and welcome back to Again Again, the podcast where we asked our guests and ourselves if when you die you could see any event throughout history and see how it objectively happened, what would you see first and why? I am one of your hosts, Amanda. With me is your other host, Bill, and our super producer, Tyler. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week. So today we thought we would do a, a seasonally appropriate episode. Today, the three of us are going to talk about most memorable summer vacations. Vacations. Doesn't have to be summer specifically, but, you know, we're thinking summer's coming to an end. You know, fall's going to be coming. Kind of just got us in that mood. Mm -hmm. So. A lot of funny stuff happens on vacations. Unfortunately for the people planning them, which are usually parents, (laughs) it doesn't always go according to plan. Um, And, uh. A vacation is supposed to be to relax and have fun, but a lot of times other stuff happens. Yes. But that's why we thought it would be, it'd be funny to talk about vacations. So, Amanda, tell us a little bit about your uh, again, again today, your vacation again, again. So, when growing up, most of the vacations we took were road trips. My parent, We never flew anywhere as a family. I still to this day have never flown anywhere with a member of my family. It's only been with friends. Wow. Um. Did you do you like road trips? Yeah, they're fine. I mean, you know, any road trip I think comes to a point where you're like, oh, just get me there already, you know? Yeah, my my limit's like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't dislike them. But growing up, there was it seemed like there was a period of three or four years where our family road trip would coincide with the release of the Harry Potter books. Oh, which. Uh, for 90s kids, the Harry Potter releases were like, it's like. It was like you had to get to the store at 7 a.m. to get your book. It was huge for us. It was huge, yeah. Um, so one uh, vacation in particular was a road trip that we took. And I I want to say it was maybe in middle school. Um, but it was a road trip we took. We went to Arizona. And it was the day that the one of the Harry Potter books came out. I don't remember which one specifically. So I convinced my parents to stop at Target at like, you know, as soon as it opened to get the Harry Potter book so I could read it on the drive. And I literally read that thing the entire way. Do you remember which book it was? No, not off the top of my head. But it was, you know, it was a thick book and I finished it by the time we got home from that trip. Um, but we went, like I said, we went to Arizona, and if you know me, you know that I love the desert. I just love it. I don't know. It's something about it speaks to me. And so, you know, that trip was really cool because it was like one of the first times where I connected with the desert. And I just remember driving and seeing the, the cacti why and you, the Why do you sand. like the desert? It, you just always liked it? Excuse me. It's hard to articulate. I it, I love the, the flora and the fauna. It just has a smell. Like when you're in the desert, I don't know, there's a certain smell. There's a certain feeling like it's hot, but doesn't feel like an oppressive hot necessarily. And it just, mm. you know, you can see for miles. And I don't know, it just feels very like freeing to me right. to be in the desert. I always loved it. So, you know, going on that trip was great for that. Um, we stayed at this great hotel that had a huge lazy river and a pool slide. <laughs> oh my God. You know, and when you're a kid, I, like 
when you have kids and you plan vacations. I have six. (laughs) You, I'm sure parents like plan them a good amount around what can you do to keep the kids occupied. Of course. So when we were growing up, it was like, is there a, a, a lazy river? Is there a water slide? If the answer to either is yes, then score. If the answer is both, to both is yes, even better. Yeah. So that was obviously a lot of fun going and hanging out there. We would always... I don't know why. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm just <laughs> thinking, if I tried to read a Harry Potter book on a road trip, I would have thrown up within 30 minutes. Like <laughs> yeah, a, I never had, I never got car sick, so I'm pretty car, lucky there. I, I got car sick anywhere farther than the grocery store. That <laughs> <laughs> was car sick. So like... So you remember the Harry Potter a lot. Mm-hmm. What else do you remember about like getting there? Besides, did did you I rem- did you know there was a lazy river and a and a and what was the other thing? And a water slide. A water slide because it, your parents told you, or did you drive up and see it? So, I'm thinking specifically of a memory of going when I was around middle school age, but we had actually been to this hotel once before when we were a bit younger, and we had so much fun on that trip that we went again a few years later. Oh, so you guys, you guys are like, oh, we already know the setup. So we were we like, this spots. is gonna be amazing. I hop on the corner. Da, yes. Da, da. Like your parents know where they get their drinks. Like yes. Yeah. So we were super excited. Um, I do remember. I don't know why I remember this, but we stopped at a Del Taco along the way for lunch. But the de- how could you forget the decor of the Del Taco was like. Of a Del Taco from 20 years before. <laughs> Which, I mean, it was like out in the middle of the desert. It's probably not on the top of the list for corporates, this like remodeling like, plan. This is like 1998. So 20 years before, you walked in a 1978 Del, Del Taco. Del Taco. I don't even know if they existed in 1978, but this one did. It, <laughs> it was so old. But, um, yeah, one thing we would always do when we were kids is whenever we'd go on vacation, we'd always have a pool day. And... Mom would always get us virgin virgin daiquiris. Virgin daiquiris. Virgin daiquiris. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> and so I remember cool doing day, that. By the way, you and your dad would hustle people down at the billiard hall. Yes, that's that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking. This is not the lazy river. This, this is, is pool. This is how we paid for the vacation. Your family is a, a billiard family. Yes, we're billiards. If you didn't know, they call me pool hall junkie Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> So that was, it was like a three part road trip. First part was Arizona to this hotel that was just awesome with the great pool and everything. It was like a Harry Potter book. Harry Harry Potter Potter. book. Uh, Second leg was to the Grand Canyon. And that was our first time there. And I know if you've never been to the Grand Canyon, you probably think like, eh, it's like a stereotypical family vacation spot. Go. Because it really is, like, as awe-inspiring as everyone says it is. It really is. Even if you've seen pictures, nothing does it justice like being there. Yeah, I saw it at, at like, 24, and it was still amazing. It's so beautiful. That leg of the vacation is really memorable because we got there, and it was packed. There was so many people there. But it was interesting because... There was very few Americans there. It was a lot of international tourists. Mm-hmm. You know, walking around, we were hearing all different kinds of languages and accents, which is really cool. Where's the Dan Canyon? <laughs> we also saw some Amish there, which, you know, in California, you never run into Amish folks. I, I think maybe in the Midwest, it's more common. Um, but my dad was like, oh, my gosh take a picture of me with the Amish man. 
Like he was uh, like it was a cultural experience for him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just not something you experience. And so he he, but they were like, obviously he's not gonna walk up to someone and be like, "Can I take a picture with you?" So he like stood for a picture like with I would kind of in the background. <laughs> so we have that picture of my dad with like the backs of like an Amish couple like in the background, which is. I now realize you're not supposed to take their picture like it's against their beliefs. So I feel a little bad about it. But at the time, (laughs) we were just so we were just like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. That's that's such a dad thing to do. Yeah. But that was a really fun. um, Just all I can say is just go. It's beautiful. And it's even if you're not like an outdoorsy person, I definitely think it's worth going to the Grand Canyon. Was there any crying on the trip? Was there any of the things I characterized road trips with? I'm sure. I'm sure. Peeing your pants. There's always... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think there's any peeing the pants. But, you know, going on road trips, there's always a point, like, where you get slightly annoyed with someone in your group, whether justified or not justified. Your parents. Or your sister. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, there's al- there always is, like, a, a, a minor meltdown, I think, <laughs> on a road trip. But the hotel we stayed at when we were at the Grand Canyon, it, it was like an old motel, like a like a Motel 6 kind of a thing. But we had the nicest room there. You, It was one of those hotel rooms that has like a living room Ooh. and then a motel room. Yeah. And so I remember we were watching on TV like an off brand of those like Impractical Jokers or like Candid Camera type shows. Yeah. And then I went in the living room and stayed up all night reading Harry Potter. <laughs> And then the last leg of the two, of the three part vacation was in Vegas, which I have been to Vegas so many times. That was like if my parents wanted to do a vacation and they didn't know where to go, we would go to Vegas. <laughs> which is funny because I've only been to Vegas once since I've been twenty one, and I've probably been fifteen times before being twenty one. Yeah. But we went a lot, and we would go to, um, like I said, we would hang out at the pool. Um, we would do a lot of shopping. My mom doesn't really gamble, but my dad does. So it would be one of those things where, you know, we'd go out and go like shopping maybe. And then we'd be walking through the casino and we wouldn't even see dad, but we'd hear him screaming. <laughs> and, you know, and then inevitably, you know, he comes back to the room a little later and he's like, don't talk to me because he's had too many free drinks. <laughs> But it was really cool. On that trip, they had just opened like a new mall area in Vegas. And so we were walking around and we got approached by um, someone that was saying, hey, we're take- we're doing a study. Would you like to take part? Einstein? Uh, no. <laughs> so it was like a marketing company that was doing a study for a new HGTV show. And so they paid us each like $20 and we watched this like home improvement show. And then we had to answer questions about it. And there were all kinds of questions like, what did you think of the theme song? Like, what did you think of the host? What did you think of this character, that character? Do you think it's too short, too long? And it was really cool. But I don't think anything ever came of that show because I've never seen anything that like resembles it at all. So I, I, I don't know, must not have gotten great reviews, but that was really cool too. What would you go back to? Or would you watch it? Would you go back in your body? I would go back in my body. That that just stands out to me as being the family vacation that was the most fun. Why? I think because 
starting the trip, we were all so excited to be going back to this hotel that we had so much fun at. We had a lot of fun hanging at the pool, the lazy river, the pool, uh, water slide. I keep wanting to say pool slide. And it just, it was like the perfect, I don't know, sometimes things just click and you're feeling good and you're having a fun time. And I feel like on that vacation, things just clicked. We were all happy. We were excited to be on vacation. We were just hanging out, having fun together. I don't know. It was a lot of fun. And the Grand Canyon, it was just so unexpected how much I enjoyed being there. And um, it really stuck with me how how beautiful it was. And also, like, it, it is really breathtaking. Like, it really does take your breath away being there. Um, and it's just something I'll never forget. I had a lot of fun there. And nothing, I don't remember anything going wrong. I don't really remember any, like, arguments or anything like that. Although, maybe they happened, I don't, I don't recall. But it was just one of those times where everything just seemed to come together perfectly. Really uh, is a kind of a perfect memory. Good on you for remembering stuff after being so engrossed with Harry Potter. <laughs> I think um, I had a similar experience where we were on a road trip and pretty sure it was Deathly Hallows that I had probably got through that thing in three days. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember anything else about that trip other than I just spent the whole time reading Harry Potter. <laughs> Wait, do you remember the book? No, she doesn't remember what book it was. I don't remember which book it was. No, I know. I think it was one of the latter ones because I remember it being really thick. Yeah. I don't remember um, which book it was. Amanda is a little older than me, so it was probably six or seven because mm-hmm. that was they got bigger both in volume and popularity as the series as, went on. Yeah, as it went. So I I wouldn't be surprised if it was Deathly Hollow because that's the one where I remember, like we talked about the midnight movies. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter had like midnight book releases. Yeah, I never went to those. Did you go to any of those, Tyler? Uh, I might have went to like get the book, but I didn't participate in the pageantry like I didn't dress up Mm -hmm. um but I do remember pre-ordering the book and picking it up as soon as I possibly could right and then just having my nose buried in it the whole trip and it's weird Bellister you mentioned about being carsick I feel like I didn't used to get carsick but I do now and I think it's probably because everything screens as opposed to just regular Mm. like books well Mm. like on my phone or my kindle but when I was a kid, I could read, I could play my Game Boy, like I could do anything in the car and I would be fine. Whereas now, if, well, I'm usually driving, but if I'm a passenger, if I read for more than like 10 minutes, I start to get sick. Dang. Interesting. Yeah, I've never had the car sickness thing, thankfully. Jen, uh, my sister, she would be the one to get car sick. I feel like there's always one kid mm-hmm. who's the car sick kid whenever you go somewhere. But. Thankfully, she never had it too bad either, I don't think. But yeah, that, I don't know, when I think of summer vacations, that just feels like a perfect one in my memory. Did you ever go to the Four Corners? I know you mentioned like the Grand Canyon. Did you no, go to the Four Corners? We never went to the Four Corners. That is, what is that, Utah, Colorado? Arizona, New Mexico? Arizona, New Mexico. No, we never went. I do, <laughs> I do remember going to Lake Tahoe once. And there's, like, for those of you who don't know, like, Tahoe 
is both in California and Nevada. So there's like a line down the city and on one side is slot machines and the other side is no slot machines. And so I do remember going one time there and just like jumping back and forth between the line and being like, I'm in a different state. I'm in a different state, which yeah, is, I feel like that's very much something a child thinks is cool. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was cool. I did that at the Four Corners. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, look, I'm in four states at once. Woo. <laughs> it's fun to hear about. Uh, the things that as we're kids that we notice that like seem like a big deal like Amanda you were talking about like your dad coming back to the room um, and like don't talk to me it's like as a kid that's kind of funny to to see your parents out of their elements um, because a, a casino is like a big playground for adults and I feel like with adults especially as a kid you don't get to see them in like a play mode very often but when they get to like a vacation or they're like like in a casino like all the flashing lights and sounds and everything it's it's just a big playground for adults and you get to see your parents kind of revert a little bit to that um like i remember seeing my dad go to like um like when we go to amusement parks um we'd go to cedar point out in ohio and it has a bunch of roller coasters and my dad's a he's a pretty goofy guy but i would see him go on those like drop rides where it like takes you up like hundreds of feet and then just drops you and that terrified me as a kid but i'm like my dad's doing this like this is so cool and he would take us to disneyland and we would go on like roller coasters and he was always like sit with us on like the big roller coasters um and it was really cool to see like your parent in that light so um hearing you talk about um yet like your parents at the you know, the billiards table or in the casino, like it just reminds you that like parents are at heart, hopefully like just big kids. Like, I don't think every story or vacation is going to be monumental. Like they're just going to be the ones that kind of stick with you. And like, I was like, I was thinking about which ones I would want to do um, for this. And there's a couple that I, I remember specific parts of it. And this might just be that my, my, brain like forgets details to things but there are definitely parts of vacations that I vividly remember like more than the vacation itself which is why like I was asking like Amanda like if if you remembered more things about the vacation or if you mainly remembered like reading Harry Potter because for me like I mainly remembered reading Harry Potter or playing my Game Boy um, or like you know buying new games before we we're gonna go on the road trip and like I was so involved in that and then forgot to take in like the size around because as a kid I didn't really like like we went to the Grand Canyon but I don't I don't remember it being as cool as like you described it because I didn't care as a kid I was like whatever it's a big hole in the ground let me play my Game Boy like I don't care um whereas now as an adult if I were to go back I would probably have a greater appreciation um and I want to make sure like when I have kids that they also have an appreciation for stuff like that too, which it'll be hard because they'll be my kids. And like I just said, I was, my nose was buried in a game. Just boy or don't a buy him books or video games. <laughs> so there was, there was one time we were on a road trip and like I said, I didn't, I didn't really have car sickness. Um, but I did have allergies and I think this was in Colorado. Um, so my, my dad's family's in Colorado and so if we ever visited them, we would usually drive there. Whereas if we went to see my mom's family in Ohio, we would fly. But um, I remember my allergies were really acting up. And 
my mom, she was like, here's some Benadryl, like take Benadryl. And I wasn't like a little kid at this point. So, um, it was definitely normal to like have me take medicine. Um, like I didn't have to have my parents like give me medicine at this point. So I look on the box and it says, take one to two Benadryls for your symptoms. I don't know if, (laughs) if anyone is familiar with the effects of Benadryl, especially on a, at this point, probably a 13, 14 year old. Um, you don't need to, (laughs) like (laughs) you absolutely just need the one because I took two and I had to stop reading, which again, I never really did that in the car unless I like fell asleep or something, but I had to stop reading because within 20 minutes of taking both Benadryl, I couldn't feel my my extremities, like my fingers, my legs, my feet, <laughs> like they were all shit. numb oh um, because I was high. <laughs> and yeah. I remember texting my friend who... Um, How the hell could you text? Yeah, I. <laughs> she, <laughs> she texted me the next day like, what are you talking about? Um, but I... So, like, growing up, I, I was usually pretty, like, straight-laced. and t- Like, I would, like, play pranks on people. Like, I TP'd a couple houses, I think. But I never, like, got into, like, drugs or alcohol growing up. Um, so I'd never experienced what it felt like to be high. Um, but I texted my friend. I'm like, I think this is what it's like to be high because I just feel lightheaded. I can't, my fingers are tingly. Like, I don't know what's going on. This is the best um, book I've ever fucking read. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's definitely some magic at Hogwarts today. Um, so that, like, but I don't remember much else about that vacation. I only remember I OD'd on Benadryl. And, oh my gosh. Um, it, it felt weird, and I had never experienced that sensation before in my life. But Jeez. I was like, this is interesting. I definitely don't have allergies anymore. But Did you I ever also, tell your mom? Yeah, like, yeah. within like 20 minutes. I was like, Mom, I can't feel my hands or feet. Oh my, was she like, you're fine, honey? Or was she freaking she was out like, a little? I, I don't think she was freaking out, but she was like, she was like, how many Benadryl did you take? I'm like, well, it says one to two, so I took two. And she's like, you don't need to take two. And I'm like, well, it <laughs> says it on the box. Like, don't put it on the box if I can't take two safely. Like, that de- that defeats the purpose. Because as a kid, you don't have a good barometer of what is an extreme uh, sensation. So if you have, like, slight allergies, your mm-hmm. kid brain's like, I'm going to die. Yes. So did I'm you? going to take as much medicine as possible. And then you're like, oh, I actually didn't need that much. But now I, I can't see clearly for two hours. Were you attracted <laughs> to the Benadryl after that? Like, were, it was in the back of your mind or did you not really... Uh, gravitate towards it. Like, Were you like, jonesing de- for Benadryl? <laughs> did I develop an addiction? You're like, God damn, this movie's boring. Maybe I should take a couple Benadryl. I, I never, no. Like, I, so I, I've dealt with allergies like my whole life. And I was, I was taking allergy medicine back when Claritin was still a prescription. Mm-hmm. Like, now you can get Claritin over the counter. But I was taking Claritin, like, prescribed for, like, daily but before I got on that was when I, my parents would just like give me Benadryl and the Claritin was so much better because it didn't knock you out and it didn't make you feel all tingly. So mm-hmm. I don't even think we have any. I Benadryl mean, better here. is a subjective term. I mean, if here. you want to, if you want to <laughs> operate machinery, Claritin is <laughs> probably the better option. But if you want to not feel anything, yeah, Benadryl is probably what you want to go to, which that was another thing. Like I didn't, I didn't realize that there are age restrictions on products other than cigarettes and alcohol. 
Like, mm-hmm. like you have to be 18 or older to buy like sleep medicine, um, like Sudafed. And right. I went to the store when, when I was in high school, like just getting some like, some like cough medicine or whatever. And they're like, Oh, are you 18? I'm like, no. And they wouldn't let me buy it. And it was weird. Um, they also wouldn't let me buy Sharpies, which I feel like this is hmm. a regional thing. I don't think that's like, it's an all, all around thing. Because I remember we were going to go to a concert and I wanted to get Sharpies so I could get autographs on my albums after the show. Right. So we stopped at, I think it was Walmart, to buy Sharpies and they wouldn't they wouldn't let me buy them because they're like, you're not 18. And I didn't fully get why at the time, but then I realized later, I was like, oh, it's because kids can sniff these and then get high. <laughs> and I was like, no, I just want to, I just want to sign my Andrew. album. This is off topic, but the Sharpies thing. It's always driven me crazy that scratch and sniff markers are, or scented markers are a thing. Yeah. Because You're, it's like, we're training kids to, to sniff markers. Yeah. I don't well, know. It's always been a pet peeve of mine. It was like those bubblegum cigarettes you could get from the ice cream man. Oh, I love those. I'm here oh, for those. Oh, they were great. Just not, um, just not the smen- smelly markers. <laughs> yeah. Well, and especially because you could be a cool kid, you could like blow on the little candy cigarette and it would puff a, a puff of sugar out and it looks like you were smoking. Never heard of these. They taste delicious. Really? Never heard of real cigarettes that puffed as a kid. That that seems like it would be illegal with all the fucking anti-smoking stuff they told us as kids. Well, yeah, it was it was just like bubble gum, and it it wasn't any sort of addictive thing. It was just Mm -hmm. shaped in the well. I mean, cigarette. Well, yeah, I guess. (laughs) I say as I am constantly battling my caffeine addiction. (laughs) So. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um so yeah, when you're when you were talking about pieces of your vacation, it reminded me of pieces of my vacation which are I feel like there's commonalities between kids and their vacation experiences because it doesn't really matter where you go. You're just like I'm going somewhere different. I'm sleeping in a new bed. Like I'm doing all right. these cool things and every kid has different reactions to those things regardless of what the thing is. So I'm interested, Bell, like you were going to talk about yours. I'm interested to see if you had similar reactions to the events in your vacations that Amanda had in hers and I had in mine. Uh, well, the vacation I'm going to talk about isn't a family vacation. Um, we didn't take a lot of vacations like the ones you guys are talking about, like going to the Grand Canyon and stuff. We usually went to Mexico if we went on vacation to visit family. Um, but uh, the vacation... That I just remember a lot about this. It was in high school. I would think I was a sophomore, and there was I was on the tennis team, and we had there's a tennis tournament in Ojai, and it's like a big tournament for like high schoolers. Like, if you're like a high schooler who's gonna go on to play in college, and like you know if if like you have you if you're like one of these tennis prodigies, you know one of these athletic prodigy kids, you play at that tournament. But and, when, you, uh, when you say Ohio, that's not like that's not slang for like Ohio, is it? <laughs> no, there's a there's a, a rich town called Ojai. Uh, it's a couple hours north of us. Oh, okay, and it's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of rich people. A tiny little town. I remember the town is so rich. One of the courts was damaged, or the net was damaged, and one of the one of the people in the town was just like, "Oh, you guys could use our court, like at our house." Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll go, we'll go use our court at their house. Wait, you used a privately owned... No, I didn't plan this. I, didn't, I wasn't an athletic prodigy. No, but I, I mean, I'm sorry. The event 
went to someone's house. That's how rich these people are. Yeah, they got they're the kind of people that have like basketball courts and tennis courts out there on their properties and stuff. But so I wasn't playing, but we had one kid on our team who was pretty good, and he was playing. And every every time when the our team would have a kid good enough to play, you know, they take the like the a group of the tennis tennis team to go. Um, so they the um, it was a it was a boy who was playing, so I took the boys team, and we went and we camped out. It was my first time camping, camping like for real in a tent, like on top of dirt and stuff. Um, and I just remember a lot of stuff from that vacation. I remember we drove up. I was sharing a tent with my my friend, and I didn't I hadn't been camping. You know, my family were we don't know camping, so I had like a little sleeping bag. It was like a little kid sleeping bag that was my little brother's that he had used for like fifth grade camp or something. It was too small and too thin. That's all I had in like a pillow. I froze my ass off. It was the coldest cold I'd ever felt um, up until that point. It might be the coldest cold I've ever felt ever. I remember putting on like. A couple pants that I had. I used to wear a lot of like flannel shirts at the time. So I went to bed with like a bunch of flannel shirts and I woke up in the middle of the night and just all the clothes were cold. Like there was no, I didn't form any warmth like at all. I was just freezing. I remember the whole time, uh, I, it, it was like two or three nights that we camped out. Every night I was just like praying for like sunlight. <laughs> I just wanted the morning because I was so fucking cold. Quick question Was there a Disney character on this sleeping bag? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Or think a Power it was, Ranger. It was a. I think it had like dinosaurs on it. There you go. It was Pretty like a little cool. red dinosaurs uh, sleeping bag. But I remember that it. Was, I froze my ass off. I remember um, going to the tournament and and uh, just seeing, just how you can just feel people who feel uppity, who like feel rich. Uh, all these kids and shit. But it's fun to go. Uh, I remember we had bread and we were like camped at the top. It was like a top of a hill and there was like a lake below and the bread was really stale for some reason. We just started frisbeeing bread and it <laughs> flew so beautifully, this bread, like stale bread, frisbees, like <laughs> and like nothing else. It frisbee down and we were throwing at the ducks. I think I threw a rock at a squirrel to try to like, we we're just hitting, throwing, doing stupid kid shit. Um, uh, at one point, classic, if you put a group of boys together, this always happens. We're playing... Uh, flag football or touch football or something and and someone went a little too hard and then two of my two of the kids got in a fight and then I remember they were they were tenting together rooming together whatever it's called then like a two-person tent and they fought each other and but it was one guy's tent so after the fight he like stomped over to the tent and threw all the other guys shit out of the tent and was like you're sleeping outside I feel like that always happens on school sponsored trips yeah, yeah. there's always one like solid friend group that has like a friend breakup. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, oh, great. And then, but then one kid had like a 12 person tent. So like he just moved in there. <laughs> and, uh, um, I remember, um, we had a, a water balloon fight. I remember this trip a lot. This trip, I think I watched a lot of Disney movies growing up, but I didn't have a Disney life. So I was, I was always watching these movies where these people have like nice houses and they're in the burbs and they go on vacations and, and they, you know, in the summer, your parents let you go ride your bike to your friend's house. And then you guys go down and get ice cream, all this like quintessential American stuff. But I didn't, I didn't grow up with that life, but this trip was very quintessential American. Like, just like, you know, the coaches, they were just, you know, we're just a group of boys. They're like, yeah, go wander around. We went out to get ice cream. We went to... 
um, to this like they were having like a picnic at the park, um, and when we they were using the the playgrounds like fifteen year olds using playgrounds, <laughs> um, uh, we had a water balloon fight. I remember we went to Ojai. It was weird about this town. I think it's probably because it's a rich town. Everyone was really nice, but like creepy nice. It was like Pleasantville, almost. Yeah. I remember we went to go buy uh, buy water guns at the only grocery store in town, and the cashier was really nice. He was like, "Oh, there's a hose outside if you want to go fill up real quick and get your buddies before they come outside." Like, I mean, that's kind of surprising to me. I'm picturing yeah. this hoity-toity town, like maybe annoyed yeah. at like teenage boys, yeah, playing with each other. This this cashier was was enabling you to have a water gun fight that's pretty cool yeah um also something really not- that could not happen today no like, <laughs> if, like yeah. if there was <laughs> if there was a cashier at a local store encouraging kids even with fake guns to go shoot their friends that would be all over the news immediately like yeah. they never fly <laughs> so like we got those guns but they didn't work because they were like small guns they worked but they weren't like they the kind of wanted. the kind of fun that we wanted. So they weren't super soakers. No, exactly. There's just like a little opportunity or whatever the grocery store was. But then one of the older guys got water balloons and filled up a bunch of water balloons and got this huge bucket, but we didn't know about it. And then like as it started to get dark, they just like ran around the corner and you just heard screaming and they just started pelting us with these water balloons. And it was just a bucket, like one of those like coolers that people fill up with beer, like at the backyard grill party, but with water balloons. And this is like a huge campground, you know, like you pay for your spot. It's like a national park or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was getting dark. And we just had like a, just like the, a little like a, like water balloon fight in the dark, like and all over the campground, just like walking and like, like the kind of thing where you walk up to someone, you're like, are you, are you on our side or whatever? And they're like, yeah, yeah, let me have a balloon. Let me have a balloon. And you gave them a balloon and they just slam it at your feet and sprint away. And you're like, God damn it. Um, I remember uh, hiding in the bathrooms uh, way far away from our campsite. I remember this lady who probably was camping or like, you know, people who don't have a bathroom at their home, they use other like resources. Mm-hmm. She was, she came out of the bathroom. She had like just showered. It's like nighttime. It's dark. And we're like hiding like behind her Explorer. And then we're, and then she was like, what are you doing? And we're like, can you, can you back up slowly so we can back up and look through your windows? Oh my gosh. Like, it was she went of, along with this? Yeah, she was, it was fun. It, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, this is the, these sound like nice, nice rich people. Yeah, this this doesn't sound like rich people. She was at all. she was in the she was in the campground. I don't know if she was rich. She might have been a visitor like us. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> we had that. I remember uh, we had flashlights, and uh, at one point we were chasing each other around, and we figured out that you can really disguise yourself in the dark if you just lay down. Mm. Yeah, if if you just if people are, you just lay down in the street and you disappear, like people will walk right next to you. Um, there was a creek or a lake and on the other side there was like the other side of the campground and everybody we started a pool to see if our friend uh, our friend we'll call him uh, Aaron that's not his name but uh, <laughs> uh, he was one of these kids who was like a taekwondo kid he was like always down for shit and everyone like threw in money to like pay him to swim across this disgusting creek <laughs> oh my goodness. and he did <laughs> And then he had to sprint, sprint around so the coach wouldn't see him, or, and he, he made like ninety bucks <laughs> or something off that trip. And ninety bucks for a kid—that's that's a thousand dollars. Yeah, I know it was a, it was pretty good. He, that, yeah, he he definitely jumped in and did it. There was a kid with a twelve-person tent. Um, there, there's a lot of, of elements of this trip that are like 
juxtaposed with one another because you mm-hmm. have like the kind of like knockoff water guns from Albertsons that don't work versus the kid with the 12 seater tent. <laughs> <laughs> like, you answered my one question I was going to ask was like, did this campground have bathrooms? Yeah. Um, which it sounds like it did. Also a shower, which yeah. I, that's yeah. This I mean, is a, it's a rich people's campground. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we're going to camp, but we have an out if we need to, if we want to go yes. back to our heated um, house. Um, Bell, did you play in this tournament? Like you weren't. No, playing? no, we had like, like I said, this was like a really for like really kids who were really good. So we had one kid who played in it, but he wasn't even one of the good kids. You know, he, he was like, one of the moderate kids, yeah, but he was the best from our town, like so, from so our you team. Went to like watch him play. Yeah, they would were, use it okay. as an opportunity to like give the kids a field trip, you know. Like, uh, mm-hmm. um, I think the only reason they didn't take the girls is because it was it the was girls a, didn't have a uh, they didn't have a player in the tournament, and it would have been hard to do like a co-ed trip, right. camping and stuff, right? With only two like coaches who are both guys too, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they like used it to do a little field trip and. It was. I just remember a lot about it. I just remembered the one of the nights where we we went to go brush our, like shower, brush our teeth, and do all that. We went to shower, brush our teeth, and the like the bathroom. The bathroom right next to our campground had a toilet and stuff. But the, if you wanted to shower and stuff, it was like farther toward the middle mm-hmm. of the campground for yeah, everybody, yeah. more accessible. And I remember we were in the bathroom and brushing our teeth and just shooting the shit and fucking around, and we're just brushing our teeth. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, uh, I'm done brushing my teeth or whatever. I brush my with my toothpaste. I'm I'm waiting for my friends. One of my friends asked my other friend, "Hey, can I use your toothpaste?" Like I didn't bring toothpaste. He says, "Yeah, go ahead." They're brushing their teeth. Blah blah blah. And in the middle of brushing the teeth, the the friend who borrowed the toothpaste finishes, and then he he looks at the toothpaste and he says to the other guy, he says, "Dude, what is this?" And we look at the tube. It was. Yeast infection cream. No. It was a little tube of yeast infection cream. One dude had finished brushing his teeth with it. The other dude was in the middle of brushing his teeth with it. And he goes, where did you get this? And he goes, I just grabbed it. He just grabbed it from home. You know, it was probably his mom's. He probably thought it was a little a little tube of Colgate. And we, were just, we didn't even know what, like, really yeast infection was. We just knew it was, like, cream for, uh, it was like vaginal vaginas, cream. And we were yeah. like, ah! Vaginas? No. They're, like, rinsing their mouth and, like, spitting. You're like, where did you get this? Why did you give me this? Can I use yours? I'm like, what the oh fuck, man? Oh, my gosh. We're using I- Aaron's mom's vagina cream. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and now I know way too much about Aaron's mom. Yeah. Holy shit, that's a memory... That that I feel I like locked something for you. Yeah, yeah, dude. If I talk about this for for longer, I just think more stuff. Uh, more stuff would come out. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I mean, the great. I think what lends itself to that is this is a vacation without your parents, yeah, with your just, friends, and without your parents. Without and without real adult supervision. Right. They 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 were they were, our coaches were two older white dudes, and they're they're just kind of like yeah, you know, they. What what trouble are they gonna get? And they're gonna fight with each other. Like they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we just did a bunch of stupid boy shit. Got in fights. Remind me Freeze. how old, how old were you again? I was a sophomore. Um, in and high they school. assumed you're not gonna cause problems. Like that's like <laughs> prime problem causing age for children. Yeah, I know. They just let 10, 10 boys loose on on the town of Ojai. 
Um, they had no. a vendetta against that town. They wanted you all to burn <laughs> it to the ground. Was was your school allowed back to that competition? <laughs> not not. No one made it back for the rest of the time I was on the team. Um, we only went. We might have been gone twice, but uh, but yeah, it, it, it's not an easy tournament to get into. But yeah, that's I, that's what I <laughs> I remember that vacation really well vacation it was and also it was like we were off from off school for like half the week right so it was like exciting i remember we got to leave like that morning you went and you put your stuff in the coach's classroom and then when you got to leave from class you know like like which is always cool to just walk out of class Mm -hmm. um yeah just really i wouldn't say it's the most special vacation the most special vacations i've had are like with my family or like with you but um it's just a funny one. I don't have a lot of, uh, like I said, I don't have a lot of like quintessential, like Disney quintessential American growing up moments like that. And that vacation was definitely one, like right. definitely like just very American, like child growing up, going camping. You go leave a group with your friends, do supervision, you're just kind of shooting the shit. Yeah. And just stuff, shit. stuff happens. Like, I mean, I would love to relive that. Yeah, that sounds so that would be fun. super fun. Yeah, I like, think I would relive it. I don't want. I honestly, you guys, the cold was the cold hurt. <laughs> like it, it, the cold was so bad. I, I would not want to relive the cold, but I think I could bear it for the experience. It was a lot of fun. You um, needed some Benadryl. Yeah, I needed some fucking Benadryl. <laughs> you know, one of those kids probably had some. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. One of those kids was high on something. Um, <laughs> yeah, you mentioned the. Like the, your friends like getting in the fight and then like throwing stuff out of the tents. Like I feel like tents are always the central focal point of like conflict. <laughs> like it's just like the location. Like we had yes, we had uh, like an end of season campout um, for my little league team, and we were and it was in my coach's backyard. Like he had a huge backyard, so we set up two tents in the back, and most of the team was in one tent. And then there was a couple of us and, like, the older brothers of players in, like, the other tent. And I thought it would be really funny to try and prank my teammates because I was in, like, the... It, the it is. It is really funny. <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, it, it it was dumb. Like, I was like, <laughs> at best, this would have been a minor annoyance for, like, 20 seconds. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> At worst is what ended up happening was because this was around when they had those um, uh, like hit clips. If you remember hit clips. Yes. So I had like a little boom box and a bunch of like little hit clips. Yes. Um, Should we explain what hit clips are? Hit yeah. Clips. So back in my day, um, before you had Spotify and your iTunes and all your newfangled MP3s. Before, I think for us, this came before CDs. I, I think it was in parallel with CDs because... Right. It um, was like I, the alternative to having a portable CD player and a big book of CDs. And it and it was a shitty alternative because... Yes. Yeah. A hit clip was a tiny little uh, like music player. Mine was in the form of like a little boombox. Yes. And you had these little cartridges that looked like um, almost like the end part of a USB yeah, um, and, and when we say little, they would like the commercials would have them clipped to people's belt loops. Yeah, so they're you, tiny. You would have like twelve with you. I had the, the Britney Spears one. So that's part of this story, was because I thought it would be funny. Well, okay, so hit clips. You would put this little thing in your player, 
and you would hit play and it would play like 20 seconds of the song. Yeah, it wasn't even the full song. (laughs) It was literally the first 20 (laughs) seconds. And I remember I had Pop by NSYNC and I would just listen to that thing on replay going, there to pop. I don't know what they did to us in the 90s. I would buy this today. We were so grateful for those 20 seconds. It was seconds. so cool to have little di- different cartridges. It, it was cool. portable ringtones. That yes. You could play yes. That's exactly what it was. You could pay. You could play in the back of the bus on the way home from school and like everyone would be like, whoa. Well, I think they really played into the like the idea of having a collection. Yeah. yeah. Like you'd oh, have like sure. 12 jangling from your pants. I wish <laughs> I could go back and see the price points. Like what were our parents paying for like kick clips? You Too know? much. Too much, I'm sure. I... I imagine that they were really expensive for what they were like, because think like a ringtone is ninety nine cents at that time maybe. Yeah. Um, and so this is a physical version of that. So maybe a dollar fifty would make sense. But yeah, it they they were garbage and the sound quality was terrible, um, because. It was this little tiny thing. The speaker had no power behind it. So even when you listen to it, it just sounded like all crackly and it was garbage. Hurt um, me, baby, one more time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I looked it up. Uh, the players uh, were $20 and that each mm. hit clip was three ninety nine dollars a piece. Mm. All right. And, so probably you're walking out with a player and two hit clips because your parents... Don't want to spend more than thirty bucks. Yeah, because that's okay. Par- that's all right. Your parents like- have to know that this is shit. Like yeah. this is 30, garbage. Thirty bucks for forty-five seconds of music. So this website, but, and we were stoked about it. How hard do you fit in on Monday, though? This this hit this website claims hit clips had two minutes of music, and I will fight whoever. I don't know so. two minutes of music on those. There, things. No there way. was probably there. I. I'll grant that maybe there was like one or one two minute. that were longer, but I that InSync song it literally was like there to pop and then like four lyrics and that was it. Yeah, yeah. So I had the brilliant idea of at this campout that I was going to take my hit clip and <laughs> forgot about the, your prank. Yeah, have <laughs> the have the little Britney Spears one to play yeah. "Hit Me Baby" one more time, and I was going to sneak over to the other tent and. They're right next to each other. It's not even like it's you just walk out and the other tents right there. Um, so I was like, I'm going to go over. I'm going to like hide it under and then I'm going to hit play and then I'm going to run back and they're going to be like, where's this music coming from? <laughs> Again, stupid ass prank. <laughs> I love it. And it's it's dark when I'm doing this. And so I go out. I, I hit play. Song starts. And now I have to rush back thinking like, oh, they're going to find me. Um rush back get into my tent and i'm like i did it i felt accomplished and then one of the other guys in the tent was like tyler look at your leg and i looked down i had kneeled on one of the metal stakes <gasps> on the tent and sliced my knee open oh, <laughs> oh my no. god in your so, excitement did you feel anything no i didn't feel a thing um and until i looked down and i saw like there was blood dripping down my leg um so i start to freak out um, we tell my coach and I go into the house. They help kind of clean it up. They call my parents. He's just trying to relax. Show up <laughs> and the, yeah, he's like, God damn it. I, I just wanted the kids out of the house for the night. That's why yeah. that was the whole point of this. Um, my parents Dad, Tyler cut his leg. It's, <laughs> it was probably close to midnight. Um, and my parents come, they take me to the ER and I get like three stitches. Oh um, man. 
so hit clips always have a special place in my heart because they cut my leg open for again not a very good prank oh my gosh because it's not like i was sitting there continuously playing it or i had multiple to just do multiple hit clips so it just sounds discombobulated did anyone hear the hit clip did any of the prank uh uh, work work any percent of it i think it did i think they heard it and they're like what is that and then it turned off after 30 seconds. They're like, okay, that was it. Anyway. Well, and these were not like remotely controlled. So no. it's not like you could be away, like just replaying it. Like this, you would have to run up and press play every time. Yeah. It, yeah. It, again, it was a stupid prank that was, <laughs> I would say, harmless, but it apparently cut my leg open. Um, but I, <laughs> when you were mentioning that those kids were like fighting at the tent, I'm like, that's what I wanted to happen at my prank. I wanted to enrage people and have them start fighting. But instead, I hurt myself in my confusion. <laughs> and your parents had to go to the ER. Yeah. So that was. Oh, my gosh. That was fun. That's Hit weird. clips, man. That takes me back. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because like, like that was, like I said, a, a precursor or in tangent to buying ringtones. And. Mm-hmm. Anyone who has a phone today, that just seems absurd. Because one, most people have their phones on vibrate anyway. But two, you could just make anything you want your ringtone. Like, no one buys ringtones anymore except well, old people. And also, back around this time period, if you were watching TV, each commercial break had a minimum of one commercial oh, yeah. about a what, like, text one, two, three, four to five, 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 five to download. Uh, Nobody wanna see <laughs> yes, us together. Yes, that was the one that was always Nobody on the commercials. No, no, cause I, I got, got you. you. Like this was a legitimate industry selling ringtones. Oh, I had multiple. To the I wall, had, to the wall, I to bought, the sweat drops. <laughs> I bought. I had the Super Mario Brothers theme. I had the Fresh Prince Bel Air. Like I had a a laundry list. Of did you ever call? Did you ever call your phone to hear what it sounded like? I just remember yeah. calling people's phones, being like, "Thank you for calling Jamie's phone. Please just wait a second. And then just the grainiest, like, "I wanna run away." I wanna well, like the free one. There was a free one that everyone had that was. Please enjoy the music while your party is yes. reached. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, those were those were the ringbacks. Yes, Th- the ringbacks. Yeah, if you were fancy, you had a ringback so people could listen to hold music, basically. Yes, one of my that's, friend, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of my friends had that, and every time I called her, um, it was the same friend I texted when I got high on Benadryl. Um, <laughs> yeah, it had like that exactly what you were saying. Yeah. That classical song that I don't know what it was, but now it triggers me if I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the whole thing. Ringtones and ring back tones. That was a flash in the pan that someone made a lot of money off of. Oh, yeah. yeah. And now how spoiled are we Like with Spotify Premium? You can just get any song, anytime, wherever, for the whole thing. The whole thing. The whole goddamn thing. Yeah. Can you believe it? I barely. The whole that's, that, that's why like, I never really... Like, I have Spotify Premium now, and it's great. But when I just had the free version of Spotify, and everyone's like, you have ads. Isn't that the worst? And I'm like, I lived through hit clips. <laughs> like, I lived on listening to 30 seconds of songs at a time. I can deal with a minute ad. It's not yes. that big of a deal. Yeah. I get to hear the last 20 seconds of a song. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. You, you mentioned, you mentioned uh, Dirty Pop by NSYNC. I remember listening to that album on a CD pre- player, and that song 
specifically went so fucking hard. Like that song <laughs> I, was incredible. Like I just the intro of them going nerd pop. I yeah. love it. I'll do it all night long. I love it. <laughs> See, kids these days, uh, they're all up on JT, but the real ones know that JC was the real talent in that group. Yeah. He was who they he planned was. to be the leader. And then JT came out from the shadows. The other guy was just like, my talent does not permit that. <laughs> well, even if you go back and listen to NSYNC, like JC's vocals are more impressive than Justin Timberlake's. He was just a great singer, and it's sad that his career never took off. Yeah, well. Hopefully he's rich. Hopefully, maybe, yeah, hopefully he invested well. Maybe if he had better hit clips, <laughs> he would have made more money. If he invested featured, all his money in hit clips, and that's where it went wrong. If they had featured his parts on hit clips and not JT's, that's he would have been the famous one. There you go. What if that? What if that really is the turning point? <laughs> like that was the turning point of the hit, hit, the hit had clip. That much sway over the music industry. Yeah. Oh man. Well, and we have that now, basically, with TikTok because all TikToks yeah. are just thirty seconds of songs. The samples. other yesterday, yesterday we, we were driving. We were in the car. We we're like, oh, this is that TikTok song, and then we got to hear the whole thing. We we're like, oh, weird. Never heard the rest <laughs> of this. That, that's well, true. TikTok is the new hit clips for music. Well, when you just when you just started singing, nobody want to be us again. Like I was like, I was like, wait, that's that's fucking the TikTok song. Akon, man. That's our original ringtone song. That song still slaps. Oh, Akon still slaps for sure. Akon in uh, the Lonely Island for yes. the song I just had sex is yes. probably the most I know about Akon's music, but like actually no like i'm sure i've heard other akon songs i just don't realize it's him but when that video came out i'm like this is fucking hilarious so tyler how about you tell us about your vacation uh again again yes all right so similar to amanda like i mentioned i have we had road trips we flew to ohio a bunch so it's always weird i feel like most family vacations were to go see family other places like it was rare to go somewhere where family wasn't involved in some way Mm -hmm. um but the one that really sticks out to me for this was when i was in wasn't i in high school i think i was in high school or it might have been college i don't remember um but uh, my dad when we moved out to california he uh, finished school we finished school in Ohio and he became a mechanical engineer and he was at the same company for like 20 something years. And near the end of his career, he was their quality control specialist. So his role was to go to other companies and basically inspect their production and tell them how they could do it better. And which is really on brand for my dad. Um, um, no I love my dad but uh, he he was he was always the person we would go to to like do math problems and fix our toys when we broke shit um, because he could analyze those things and figure out how to make things better like he helped me build a catapult uh, for this thing at school once because he's like yeah I can build that that's cool (laughs) Um, so when he was doing quality control um, later in his career his company was starting to do business with different companies in China and they would often send him over to China to inspect their facilities and and work with with the employees and the engineers over there and it was usually 
like three, two, three weeks at a time, maybe it wasn't super long, but there was one trip they sent him on that was like six months long. Like he was going to be over in China away for six months. And during the, when they proposed that to him, he negotiated kind of the terms of that, that, um, that trip. And one of the terms was that his company would fly my mom, my brother and myself out to visit him for like 10 days. Ooh, and so that's a, big, that's a big thing to, yeah. to negotiate. It, yeah. it was, he, he, he must've read the art of the deal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so <laughs> he, uh, he, we flew out there. Um, it was during the summer and I had been out of the country before I had been to Niagara Falls, I guess when I was a kid, like really little. Um, I don't really remember it, but I apparently had pink eye the whole trip. Um, <laughs> from the falls, I I think they took me with Pink Eye. I, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like we 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 booked this trip. We're doing it. Um, I don't think <laughs> I contracted it in Canada, but maybe I did. Who knows? Um, but I'd also been out of the country in high school when I when I was in band, and we went to England and Scotland to play. What band were you in? Uh, ZZ Top? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> our marching band got to go over and we got to play. And it was a lot of fun. And so I, I had had experience flying internationally, but obviously I had been in other English-speaking countries. So this is my first time going to a country where the primary language was not English. And I was like kind of like worried. I'm like, how are we going to like navigate and like do all this stuff? And luckily, the CEO or the head guy that my dad was working with, like he he uh, made really good friends with him. And this dude had way like so much money. Uh, my dad's like, I want him to adopt me. Um, <laughs> so his son-in-law, um, his name was Sam. He basically was our guide for the trip. And Sam was the coolest dude. Um, he he spoke fluent English so we were able to talk and hang out with him and then he would like translate for us when we would go to like shops or restaurants or whatever so we got to go around China with someone who was showing us not only like kind of the cool like touristy stuff like we saw the terracotta soldiers we saw we went on the Great Wall we went to Tiananmen Square like we did all the touristy stuff but he also took us to places that are kind of like off the beaten path like um, there was this one restaurant was he? I'm sorry. Was your tour guide, the son-in-law, was he from China? Yeah. Or was he also from U.S.? No, I, I'm pretty sure he was from China. Okay. I thought, so the CEO was also from China? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I thought you guys went over there with, like, a, the CEO from here. Oh, oh no, no, no. Okay, um, so, yeah, so he knows, like, the good, the, the, the like, hidden non, spots. the hidden spots to, like, to show you guys. He's, like, a local. Yeah, we went to this one restaurant. I want to say it was French food. And it was, like, some of the best, like, nicest food I had ever eaten. But it was in this, like, secluded area that if you didn't know... Burger King. (laughs) Well, so Burger King's not as big in China, but KFC is. KFC is in China like McDonald's is over here, where it's just, (laughs) like, there's one everywhere. Did you try it? Uh, Yeah, I I tried... uh, I think I tried the KFC. I made a point to try the McDonald's, because I, like, I want to see, like 
how it compares. Yeah, it's it's not as good as American <laughs> McDonald's. Which uh, USA, USA. Yeah, you laugh, but like we we kick ass at shitty food. Like that, <laughs> we're so good at that. Uh, but of so America, of I'm, America. <laughs> I I made sure to not eat, um, just Americanized food the whole time. I wanted to try new things. So you're like the you're the most experienced like child traveler. You're like mm-hmm. I've been out of the country before. I've been to English speaking countries. <laughs> I wanted to take in the culture. <laughs> I wanted to learn. Whereas uh, my family was like, look, Amish. <laughs> <laughs> click. Well, it w- it's funny because my mom is blonde, and there are that's not hilarious. A, there are not a lot of blonde people <laughs> in China. Um, and we w- like when we went to Tiananmen Square, just kind of walking around, people in China would just come up to my mom and want to take pictures with her because she had blonde hair. Oh um, my god! And they uh, would she do it? Uh, yeah, yeah. She your mom, your mom she, is she in a bunch of, uh, your, uh, there's a lot of families out there yeah. with your mom in the photo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, that's so funny. My dad too, because, um, and, and my dad would kind of explain this to us because as he got to know the different um, people that he worked with over in China. He got to learn more about their customs and, and the culture. And it was really cool to learn about. And people would also stop to take photos with my dad because my dad is, he has a brace on his leg. Um, he walks with a cane and he wanted to go to the Great Wall of China. And he he's like, no, I want to walk up on the Great Wall. And it was just this huge sign of like, admiration and respect when when people would see him kind of just like have this disability but be walking and and climbing the great wall like making an effort to respect our culture yeah and and a bunch of people really you know they'd want to take pictures with him and my dad is super personable and he would he would always like stop and take pictures with people it was really cool um but so between doing that kind of stuff trying food um our first day there, we ate Peking duck, which was really, really good. Um, I tried camel, which I didn't really like. It was just too <laughs> chewy. I um, didn't know that was a part of Chinese cuisine. Or was that more of like a the camel non-traditional was. thing? The The camel was because it was at it was at a restaurant that had just a bunch <laughs> of different dishes that were signature Chinese foods. Okay. Um, one element that I didn't get to try, which I might have tried it like once, was seafood. Because mm. I've just... I'm, my mom and I really don't like seafood, whereas my brother and my dad kind of do. So when we would go places, I usually wouldn't get any of the seafood, which that I guess that's something I missed on. Um, but it was I, I had like authentic like Indian food, which I had never had before. And it was really cool because like you got a lot of the culture of in China, but you also got to see like other cultures that were also like in China, which was kind of cool. Right. Um, my favorite part of that trip, and this is something I would totally want to go back and do now, because at the time I was still young, like it was younger than I am now, and I think I was. Still, <laughs> what I know? How does no? Time you work? Bullshit, Tyler. How does time work? It's incredible. Um. So there was this underground like mall, um, which the American equivalent is kind of like the swap meet. I is how I would describe it. Nice. In which, but it was, it was like in an underground, like, like in a mall and they were just shops far and wide. And 
my dad, he was like, I really want to take you all to this place. It's so fun. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and he says, well, in America, if you go into a store like a Best Buy and you want to buy these headphones, they're going to have a price listed and that's the price you have to pay. In China, you can pretty much negotiate anything you want. Um, a lot of, and especially at this location we went to, you know you're going in and you know it's all like kind of knockoff like imitations. Like if you're getting beats, you're not getting actual beats. They're like, they're like, gotcha. Um, this is where you got to get like your, uh, your like Louis Vuitton. Yeah, for yeah. like $3. It's um, a good But deal. his, he was saying, he was like, He's like, you can go to any of these shops and you can negotiate the price on anything you want. And he was saying that what you do, because obviously Sam wasn't with us like 24-7. So some of the stuff we would do on our own. Right. Um, but how it would work is I would you would go up and normally the shopkeeps wouldn't, um, they wouldn't speak English. But they would have a calculator, and you could type in the number mm. that you want for the item. So you'd go up, like if I had like this like hydro flask, I'd be like, I want that hydro flask, um, or I'd point to it or whatever. They would get it. They would type a number in the calculator and show it to me. It was like, this is the price. You then take the calculator, and then you put in the price you want to pay. And then <laughs> yeah. you show it to them, and then it kind of you play that song and dance a little That's bit. That's a really good way to get around the language barrier. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Everyone um, talks money. Yeah. Oh, it it was so fun because my dad's like, here's the trick. Set a price and don't move off of it. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, there are so many shops here. If you find something, put the price you want. And if they don't take it or they refuse to budge, then just go to the next shop and they'll have the same thing. You can try again. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, okay. So it became like, a, it became like a game. Like, like yeah. how much money, how, how much could you save on getting these things and like get the price as low as possible? These um, people are like, why is this little white kid so good at haggling? <laughs> well, the thing is because, did he so come out of the pool? Home? <laughs> <laughs> All the stuff is so marked up like to just, exponentially higher than what it costs. Do you remember what, what anything you did try to haggle? Any items? I, yeah, I and I was successful on it multiple times. Um, I believe. I got Respect. my I I got my I got my friend at work um like a, a pair of knockoff beats headphones um for like basically the equivalent of like twenty dollars. Wow. Um I got I think there was a pair of underwear that I wanted that was like Super Mario <laughs> underwear. Um, but it was so funny. It was uh, Tommy was so underwear. I, no, I would have been like, you name your price. Um, so I would, I, would, I would want to go back and do that again because at, when I did that, like my brother and I, he's four and a half years younger than I am or so. And so he still had like some of that like public like he didn't want to be embarrassed or he didn't yeah. like he didn't want to seem like, you know, dumb or whatever. And so he, it was hard for him to do that. And he like he wouldn't go low. And I'm like, no, just go do a super low price. Like, who cares? It's fun. Um, and he just wouldn't. He was like nervous to do it. Um, and I I kind of was, but I was I was a little older. So I was like, it's not that big of a deal. It's like I literally don't live in this country. So like. No, I'm not stealing anything. I'm just like asking, and if they ultimately <laughs> right. say, and that did happen. I'm like, just being like, a classic 
American tourist. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me what I want because I want it. Um, and that happens sometimes they where, like, we couldn't come to an agreement on a price. And, like, it was like, okay, we'll just move on. Like, don't take yeah. it personally. Um, but my dad would say, he was like, you know, when you go and it, you try to do this negotiation, they're going to assume that you don't know. Like, this is like sensory overload because you're a tourist and you don't understand how this works and so like you're they're gonna try and rip you off yeah. and so just stick on your price and if they don't budge then just walk away and so i tried that a couple times and most of the time like if bellister if you're the shopkeeper you're like this is you know 300 300 dollars and i'm like i want to do 50 um and then you're like, no, no way. And I'm like, okay, bye. And I start to turn around. Then you're like, okay, wait, 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 hold on. Come back, come back, back. And then <laughs> you're like, okay, maybe I can do like 250. And I'm like, no, I want to do 50. It's like, uh, I can, best I could do is 180. It's like, no, I'm uh, 50. Again, I'm why is this little white boy so good at haggling? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this kid, man? So I would want to do that now that I've, that I'm a little older and I give less of a shit about feeling embarrassed in public um because i would just have fun with it and it was it was always like it was never like no one was trying to like be mean to anyone and it wasn't any like um like disrespect or anything yeah it it was just fun and and it's it's an experience that for the most part you don't really get in america because like i said most places you go to purchase things in america like the prices are set like and um, in america people don't often tell like your parents don't often tell kids like, oh, go, go to this, like swap me by yourself, you know? So it was, you got a little bit of freedom. Well, it was fun. Cause my, like my parents would walk around and they, you know, they would look at stuff and then I would get something. And I'd come back and be like, dad, I got this. And they, they said it was this price, but I got it for this. And it was like, it was like this, like, are you proud of me? Um, so. I can just picture. Cause your dad said that he had so much fun doing it. Like in your dad's apartment that he had there, that he just accumulate a whole bunch, a of, bunch crap. of shit. <laughs> I don't know why I fixate on this, but uh, was there any were there any meltdowns? Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> did anybody melt down on this trip? So I just need these trips to be a little more realistic. <laughs> yes. So near, near the end of the trip, and I don't even know what sparked it. I think it was just like we were tired, like we were just kind of ready to go. It was a ten day trip, and I, I think it was like the perfect length because right yeah. around like day nine, day ten, like. We were getting kind of chippy with each other. And it was like, okay, we're ready to go home. The KFC's um, right there. Um, and it, when, especially like, you know, for me and my brother, like my brother was, uh, I want to say he was like 13 or 14 at the time. Um, and so like, it was cool. But like, when you're 13, 14, you want to, you want to go do your thing again. Like, um, mm-hmm. and I think we both had, you know, girlfriends that we were way too invested in at that point. Um, and you're like, but I need to go see her. Like, she's the love of my life. It's like, you're not going to know her a year from now. Um, dude, dude, that voice was the best. <laughs> that, was, that was great. It's, yeah, it's hilarious looking back. She's at, the love of my life. <laughs> it, yeah. It, oh, I look back on, like, some of my old relationships. I was so melodramatic. I'm like, this is, <laughs> I mean, who wasn't? It was, I mean, it dude, was I mean, you know, you, you, it's, you go through heartbreak, you listen to a couple of pop puck songs, and. You get dramatic, man. The killers start hitting real hard. You, know? <laughs> you throw on your hit clip and you're just like, yeah. you, <laughs> you throw on your hit clip. <laughs> Dirty pop. Dirty pop. <laughs> <laughs> 
so, so that funny. was one of the f- most fun things we did on that trip um there were other random things that stick out to me um when we went to this we went to the hotel we were staying at um and my dad had like the admirals club membership because he was there so often (laughs) um so we got to go up like there was this lounge for like admirals club members and they had like free candy and my brother like we can just get free candy this is so cool (laughs) oh man Um, and the hotel was really cool because well obviously in china the drinking age is different and we were also on vacation. And my dad's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Um, so he ordered us like margaritas Ooh. from the bar at the hotel, and then we just went and like my brother. You and mean I, you mean not Vernagin? Oh my god! Oh, full on non Vernagin. Full on. I just had sex. Margaritas. Margaritas. Yeah, Acon was there. <laughs> <laughs> so we had that. the The other thing that really stuck out to us that was just really like mind-blowing and afterwards i was like well it's not that big of a deal um so for most people like they know that china the government in china is very uh heavy-handed when it comes to like censoring the internet um like social media websites often just are blocked in china and so you can't get on like facebook or instagram or those those sites but when we were in the hotel and we connected to the hotel Wi-Fi, we could access Facebook, which I was like, did we, like, did we, did we, <laughs> did we hack China? How did we do this? <laughs> and then it's like, afterwards, it's like, no, this hotel is where a lot of international travelers stay. Obviously, they're going to have it open here. Yeah. So I wasn't as cool as I thought, but um, that was just one other, like, little quirk that, like, you take for granted in America so you just go on any website you want but in china like you really couldn't like it was very limited on what you could find yeah Um, it did in mexico they don't for when i was in like high school you know they didn't have wi-fi yet and stuff or at least not my family's house so yeah we would like once a week you go into into town and like you go to the cyber cafe and you everyone you pay you have 42 pokes on your facebook (laughs) exactly you pay like 20 pesos for 30 minutes everyone checks their their facebook at the time and it's like oh my god what's everyone up to at home it's like nothing (laughs) it's summer but uh yeah like going back and checking your socials yeah and at the time having to you know message or or you know facetime my girlfriend at the time because that was very important um just love my life <laughs> you don't understand mom she's gonna be forever you don't she understand wasn't. love mom yeah no she wasn't so <laughs> neither of us neither my brother or me obviously me um but my brother too like not, didn't stay in those relationships i think for another year to two years after that trip like, did you bring done did you bring your girlfriends back souvenirs oh absolutely like i i got like a, a lovely little like jewelry box that had like nice jewelry in it which another like shout out to sam because he was awesome shout out he, to him. we we went to like a jade store where they would sell like you know just jade jewelry jade figures was it called and sam's i wish that would have been cool he deserves his own store but um, the the proprietor would be like talking to my parents because my dad wanted to get my mom like a jade bracelet. And she was like showing him all these things, saying how nice this jade was and like, oh, it's it's all rare. It comes from blah, blah, blah. 
then she'd walk away while they're looking and then Sam come Sam comes over and he's much too nice for this and these weren't his exact words but he basically was like this jade is shit we need to leave <laughs> um, so it's like he saved my parents from getting ripped off too so I, I can't was, be seen with Jade this quality. Let's get the <laughs> fuck out of here. here. We can go three alleys down and there's a dude in the back alley who will say that you're the best Jade you've ever seen in your life. His name is Sam. <laughs> well, it's to my parents. Like, they don't know any better. Like, my, Yeah, I and, mean, how would you know? Well, my dad prided himself on being able to. He he picked up some like words in Mandarin, um, but he didn't he he couldn't speak like fluently like at all um he also would brag that so in a lot of chinese food dishes uh, peanuts are used pretty pretty regularly and he was like the tip or the the test of someone who's a master at using chopsticks are as if you can pick three peanuts up at the same time with your chopsticks mm. And he would love to show people that he could do that. And I'm like, that's real cool, Dad. I can't. I just want to eat. I'm not playing with my food. Listen, when you're in China and your family's on the other side of the world, you get good with chopsticks. Yeah. yeah it was it was it was a lot of fun. Um I will say it was really fucking hot. Um it was humid. I feel like everywhere we were, every of all the billion people in China were just everywhere we were, like regardless <laughs> of where we went. Um, because that was another cultural difference that we experienced from like in America, like personal space is very val- valuable. Like people yeah. will like, if you're standing in line at the grocery store, like you will leave like some space between you and the person in front of you. For the sure. person behind you does the same thing in China everyone is very like kind of compressed like when you're in line to get food or at the grocery store like it didn't matter there was always like just a lot more compression Mm. and you definitely felt that it didn't really bother me all that much it was just something to like get used to yeah um between that and then my dad um usually he would have a driver and he was he's like yeah the traffic laws are kind of suggestions like (laughs) these lights people crossing the street like yeah it's yeah that's how it is in mexico yeah it's like you know go at your own risk basically he also told me that um one of their traffic laws is that regardless of what the accident was um the bigger vehicle is at fault which seems wild (laughs) to me what the hell like i and i don't know if that's 100 percent true that's just what he told me but that seems ridiculous because why would anyone ever drive a large car Right, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you just have a pedestrian ram into the side, like T-bone you, and then be like, well, you owe me a new leg. Well, it looks like I need a new car. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pay for it. Oh, D- my God. Darling, our lease is almost up. Please go ram into that semi. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. I just saw a pickup. <laughs> uh, so oh, I, I would definitely recommend it. Um, travel in general, I think, is great just to experience other cultures and... Um, definitely go somewhere where like it's not you're you're not comfortable because you'll learn so much and you'll have great experiences and that's when i think would be fun to like do again or to like see how like we interacted with you know different like vendors or different things that we like saw um and just see like how did you how do you navigate that because we were lucky because we had sam but if you're somewhere that you're unfamiliar with without a guide like you really have to rely on 
I don't know, Google maybe to get around. <laughs> like it's, it's very challenging, right. but it was very fun. It was very, um, I think, enlightening. And it was cool to see things that are just much older than our very young country because you don't see a lot of the stuff that you see in like China and like when I went to England and Scotland, like you see things and history that you just don't see in a country that, well, from the United States is very young. Yeah. Right. Right. That's a great point. We don't have that much like, you you know, you're not going to see a building that's like 600 years old. You don't see castles just like right. on the hills. No, you kind of fought a war <laughs> to not do that. Yeah, <laughs> I want a castle on a damn hill. Me too. I do too. I mean, I guess the closest is like Hearst Castle, but even that's just like a rich guy. Yeah, <laughs> probably from Ohio or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been fun. You know, taking trips is just such a memorable thing. We thought it'd be fun to reminisce about some that were special to us. Vacation again, again. Vacation again, again. Thanks everyone for listening. We hope. Maybe you had some time to take a little vacation this summer. And we hope that wherever you are, whatever you're doing. You're doing well. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Bye.